Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, gay to Erica, woke discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live, they do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gay to beat it, baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark to jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Come talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. What's up, my dope discussion listeners? This is your girl, Erica. I'm back with another episode of Dope Discussions with Erica. I got a special guest for y'all today, Mr. Raphael Tommy from Atlanta, GA. And he's here to chop it up with me. And we're going to be talking about the employee versus the entrepreneur mindset. You know, just shedding some light on that topic. You know, and that's something that we have in common. We were talking about it the other night and we decided it would be a dope discussion to bring to you all. And so y'all come back. We're going to get into that thing. Yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> you got that breakfast in? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. I had to. I had to. I had to get right, man. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, though? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm glad. I appreciate you for um, inviting me on the show. Well, I appreciate you for joining me. Um dope discussion listeners out there i got a special guest for y'all today i got mr Raphael tommy i'm gonna let you um introduce yourself you can do it way better than i can so tell <laughs> tell the audience uh, uh who who i'm talking to today and what we're gonna be talking about cool cool so what's up what's up what's up dope discussion listeners and can you blame me podcast listeners i am Raphael, and uh I am the host of the Can You Blame Me podcast, and we host a segment every Monday uh, on various different platforms, such as Spotify, Google, um, Apple, and um, the list goes on. Just check me out, Can You Blame Me podcast. But today, I'm with my partner, Erica, and we're going to discuss the the different mentalities, employee versus the entrepreneur mentality. And uh, we had chopped it up. And uh, we had came to, we had brought up some good key points and we feel like we'll go more in depth and share it with y'all. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we was talking about it the other night. Everything you were saying, um, 
I wish we could have been on like video check so you could see my facial <laughs> expression. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> real. Yeah. yeah. Real. <laughs> it's always awesome to link up with people who, you know, have that same mentality and understands, you know, where you coming from. Exactly. Um, it's very important in life and it doesn't matter. Like I tell my audience all the time, we're in the, we're in the uh, age now of technology and social media. So you can link up with people who are on the other side of the world. It doesn't matter. As long as y'all have that commonality, you can make it do what it do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I like about social media. Um, Like, you know, and, and not just in this particular realm, like, you know, you have people who may be battling mental illness or whatever battle mm-hmm. they, they, they going through or whatever situation they be going through. You feel like sometimes it's just you. But due mm-hmm. to social media, that outlet, you know, it's people put blogs out and got YouTube channels for everything. Depression, bipolar, uh, hell, HIV, you know what I mean? Regardless of what it is, it, it, it makes you feel like you're not alone. Y'all can fight that battle together. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. Right. And the yeah, law of attraction is, is uh is is very powerful because you oh, yeah. you attract what you put out. Exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> Shout out to my partner Nikki, man. She say that all the time, bro. You attract what you put out. We had a little relationship discussion, man. And mm-hmm. uh that's one of her favorite quotes. So yeah, you're right <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> so kinda we're gonna go into the discussion, kinda talk about, you know where your journey of like entrepreneurship where it started from because i'm i'm like for me most people start out in the employee mindset but they then they you know they kind of switch over transfer and it's not like a you know snap your finger and all of a sudden it's a gradual process so kind of start us out on how it started out for you well actually man excuse me Actually, I'm still I'm still traveling my journey. I'm still finding myself. You see what I'm saying? So um mm-hmm. I can tell you when I realized that for me, even though uh I'm still currently working, mm-hmm. you know, full time. But it started off for me, actually, it's kind of crazy because like you said, you start off as a employee with an employee mindset because you don't realize that well, it's the norm. It's the norm mm-hmm. for you. For the yeah. typical nine to five person, so I got introduced to it once I changed over because I come from a manufacturing background. So a mm-hmm. lot of times, kind of like nurses, we work twelve hour blocks, meaning you may work three days one week and four days the next week. Yeah, and I, I say that to say this: I got a sample of kind of the flexibility of that schedule, and like you know, having no days off and being able to maneuver. Mm-hmm. Like how I want to maneuver with my time, with my personal time, and and it also allowed me to kind of have like a good work life balance. Right. And after that, I left that company and went to another company due to a promotion opportunity, and it was the same schedule. So like for the past four years, I had been accustomed to working three days one week, four days next week. You know, yeah. And having that that free time to myself, and a situation came up to where. Um, one of our jobs, they lost their contract. We got laid off. So it was a good two or three month span where I was kind of just stuck. And I was just like, you know what? Let me just do. Cause I, I already had kind of my little side hustle going on, such as like working online or uh, doing ride share, like a 
like an independent contractor. Mm-hmm. So for like a good two or three months, I strictly just had to like kind of manage off of those, off of that uh, income, mm-hmm. you know, until I found another full-time job. And what I realized when I started back working a full-time job, I was like, because <laughs> when I started working, I didn't go back to that block schedule. I went back to a nine to five and, and it was a good opportunity. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Very good opportunity. Paid good. Mm-hmm. But it didn't hit the same. Because it's like, <laughs> damn, bro. I got to come in. Money. And then and then on top of that, not to call the company out. Shout out to y'all. But they had this little thing called the overtime matrix. And for my audience members, that's, that's former co-workers of mine. Y'all know exactly what the hell I'm talking about. And the overtime <laughs> matrix, man. The overtime matrix is like it's a list. And um, if your name is on that list, and you got the least amount of overtime for that week, you automatically delegate it to do overtime for that day. So, for example, uh, if you get off at 11 o'clock mm-hmm. at 10.55 and it needs to ask the people, hey, Raphael, uh, I'm on my mm-hmm. way out the door now. Raphael, come here. Hey, we need your help for it. It's four hours, and we need you to come in tomorrow. So now we're talking 12 hours, four and five days a week, and I got to come in on Saturday? Bro, wow. I ain't got no work. Like, Yeah. And cause I and I and, and you know you gotta keep in mind I'm already kind of getting, I had already been accustomed to the three day and four day block on top of that, so it's like me going back to a five day work schedule mm-hmm. was like overwhelming. So, um, that little small little sample, that small little period of time where I was working as an independent contractor, even though I didn't make the money, you know, as much money. Mm-hmm. I had that peace of mind and the opportunity to make more money because mm-hmm. time is money, and I had time. And I was not only just working as like a independent independent contractor, I was exploring like opportunities to do stuff that I was passionate about. Because right. you know, in that warehouse industry, it, uh, being as I come from, it, it, it did feel good to make a difference. You know what I'm saying? And right. uh, help people lives. You know, because I, I worked with a medical company one time. We had like put out certain medical products not gonna say their name but then i turned around and had a job where we may put out like uh just give an example like uh just i say like uh tops for trash cans or something like that mm-hmm. i mean yeah we, we we you know that's cool everybody got tops for their trash can but at the end of the day <laughs> i don't give a damn about no trash can top fuck these trash can tops you my language all these members you know this tell you blame me though we in the building but i don't care about that bro so, Thank you. you know, <laughs> I make a difference in nobody's life. Man, bro, for real, man. So, you know, even though, like, when I was introduced to the medical industry of it, it, it did kind of give me a sense of pride in my job. It wasn't that I passionate about. It. At the end of the day, it was for a check. Mm-hmm. But when I come to doing these little jobs, it was up, down, up, down. All right, y'all, we got to hit the numbers. Man, kiss my ass, y'all. <laughs> I ain't trying to hit it. So to make a long story short, or a long story not so long, mm-hmm. when I worked as an independent contractor, that introduced me to, like, I always had to hustle in me. But mm-hmm. it just kind of opened my eyes to, like, bro, it's so much more to the world than just, yeah, you know, being a robot. A and nothing against the nine to five employees out there. Yeah, nothing against them. It just is more to life than just getting up to kind of work to get up again to go like mm-hmm. that routine, you know. And so at the, this point, I'm still finding myself. I'm still walking this journey. I'm in the middle of it right now, but um, and um, I like I said, I'm still working full time, but I'm back on a block schedule, you know, okay. with another company because, like you, like me and you said before, the money ain't everything, man. If you ain't got a peace of mind, 
Right. And the freedom. I mean, if you got the time and the freedom, you can always make the money. But exactly. when you on somebody else's time schedule, you're you you're you cap you capped out. There's no more than you can make than what they're going to pay you. Exactly. And you trading your time for their money. And yep. um, that's what I realized, mm-hmm. similar to your situation, um, what, about s- six years ago? I, I worked in the banking industry. Well, I've always worked in customer service, period, whether it was in retail, banking, okay. or whatever. I've always been in the okay. customer service um, industry. And so mm-hmm. for eight years, I was in the I worked at a bank and I was doing customer service with the bank, but okay. I got I got capped out. They put me in a po- mm. <laughs> they put me in a position with the promise that I would always be able to advance and go further, you know, whenever I, you know, whenever the opportunity arose, but I got into that last position, you know, kept trying to you know, get other opportunities in the bank, you know, learn different things, go to different departments. Because right. I really wanted to learn, like, how the whole banking system works. Exactly. They wouldn't right. allow me to go any further than that last position I had. And so I got to the point where I was stuck. I was feeling, like, unfulfilled. I'm doing the same old thing every day. It's boring. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm learning Mm -hmm. nothing new. I can't make no more money than what I'm making. And And they do that. They do that. Right. Mm -hmm. And I realized that my growth and my potential is in their hands. I'm taking it back out of their hands. So when I got the opportunity with this um, company that I'm currently involved with now, it's an independent contractor in the financial services industry. Okay. Um, All I heard, like when the guy first came to my house and he was telling me about the opportunity, the first thing I heard was you're going to get your time back and you can make an unlimited amount of money on your own schedule. Everything he said after that, remember the little, um, remember Charlie Brown when the teacher used to talk and it'd be like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He right. was talking the rest of the night and I was like, I ain't hear nothing else after that because that's all I had been praying for was I would need my time back, but I still yeah. need to make money in order to pay my bills and do the things that exactly. I want to do for my kids. And yeah. from that point on, I started looking at everything different i mean it changed my whole perspective like 360 i saw the side from the employee side and the entrepreneur side and i was like how do people still do this and be happy with it as miserable as i was i know people are they just as miserable they just don't believe you know in an opportunity and and I was writing some things down, you know, like the differences mm-hmm. in the employee mindset and how they think and then how the entrepreneurial person sees that exact same, you know, exactly. situation. I want to chime in on what you just said, though. Yeah, you was like, how do people uh, pretty much like kind of function like that? A lot of times they might not realize it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if if you like like what me and you said, like when I was working my regular nine to five, five days a week. I didn't really realize it that I was programmed until I put got put in a position that 
you know, mm-hmm. kind of open my eyes to another perspective, such as you, what, like what you said. Mm-hmm. So, and then another thing is some people, um, they comfortable with knowing that you get a guaranteed check, you know, um, mm-hmm. they can do the minimum amount of work. They don't have to exceed expectations. They come in, they clock out, they eat their cheese crackers for break, they go home, <laughs> lunch, they lunch, take their lunch bag. And, and, you know, it is, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like I work with a dude, man. I work with a guy, good guy, man. He said he had been working with the company for like 35 years. And he said he was packing, pretty much packing boxes. Mm-hmm. And when I first got there, he trained me and everything on how to pack the product. And he said, look, man, I'm one of the best packers up here. You know, I'm about to retire next year. I've been packing for 35 years. Yeah. And the way he said it. Wow. And the way I looked at it was totally different. He said, yeah. it like, you know, I've been packing for 35 years. Yeah. I'm looking like, was proud of it. Yeah, he was proud of it, bro. And I'm looking at it like, damn, bro, you been. Wow, that's a, a tragedy. <laughs> you been a slave for 35 years, bro. You been like Phew. doing this for 35 years, bro. And then another thing that kind of like disturbed me a little bit, it was a, uh, uh, hell, they hear this, they just hear it. Forget it. But it was another guy. <laughs> he had been there for like seven years. Mm-hmm. And because th- that particular company, you got to work a certain amount of time because they go by seniority. Mm-hmm. So it takes a long time to get on that first shift. And this man had been working on second shift probably for like seven years. And he had to wait seven years to get an opportunity to go to first shift. And he finally got approved for yeah. first shift. And Ryan, you, this is my first week. Yeah. And he came one day and he was talking to another one of his friends within the company. And he was like, guess what, man? I got some good news. He was like, what? Man, I got to prove. Man, when I tell you, bro, that man, I'm going to bolt down crying. Cause he was like, man, I get to see my son basketball games. I get to spend time with my kids during the day. And I was like, man, what the? Yeah, bro. I'm going to tell you what I was thinking, though. Man, look, the first thing that came to my head is like, what the hell I got myself into? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, y'all not. And then, like. They telling me like, oh, Raphael, you know, I got to put, put some time in and, you know, maybe two or three years, you can, um, may have an opportunity. Who said I got two or three years, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell said I got two or three years, you know what I'm saying, to be in y'all paper? That's why I said, man, like, it, 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 it ain't about all about the money, but to your point, a lot of people, see, a lot of people get comfortable in, in the money and they mm-hmm. let the money own them. Mm-hmm. You know, they let the company own them. They don't even realize Yes. And then they don't realize that, you know, that company actually dictates what kind of house you can afford, what kind of car you can afford, what neighborhood you can live in, what restaurants you can eat at, because you ain't going no further than what your job pay you. And what they allow you exactly. Hey, you, that man, that man, this man making a billion dollars. He 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 in true, he going to Dubai and all this. He come in and they and then this will get on my nerve too. This will get on my nerve too. Hey, y'all, guess what? The uh the corporate gonna be here. Y'all make sure y'all keep everything clean. Now master coming. Make sure everything's straight. Make sure y'all on y'all good behavior. Man, fuck them. That's how you know I I, that's how I knew something more for me because I never felt I, I used to be like man forget these people yeah I don't care about that I'd be man who he supposed to be yeah so okay I'm doing, do my, I'm doing the same do. thing I'm doing when you went there to do it and that's what I that's why I like to talk to people because it's partly 
it's really partly we've been system systematically programmed to not yeah. want to be entrepreneurs because from a child yeah. on up you're taught to go to school get good grades get a hey, good yeah. go to college get a good job how many people you know out there got college degrees and still working at walmart target well, places mm-hmm. they they didn't have to go to college for because a lot of them college degrees is just a piece of paper that puts you in debt. So you got to go get a job to pay back the money that you borrowed to go to school. Exactly. And I'm going to tell you how programmed some of these for some of us are, you know, not all, but some of us are programmed and I'm, I, I almost feel guilty that a lot of times you just going to school because your mom, what they say, Hey, go to school, go exactly. to college. But they get, but get what? Get what these other kids be doing? They go to college and they, what you want to do? I don't know. I guess I take up business administration. Yep. So you're gonna be a, a business administration. You can be a damn manager at McDonald's, bro. <laughs> you know, you, you really, you really don't know what you want to do unless you got that go mindset on. Hey, I want to be like a specific trade. That's why, like, I heard a, oh, I forgot what interview I watching. Um, oh, I forgot. It was a rapper though, and he was like, he recommended his child go to trade school because if you want to be a welder. You want to be an IT? You you got a specific trade you're exactly. trying to learn, and you can get paid for that skill instead of just saying I'm going to college to be A, B, or C, and I'm just going just to go. And you don't really know. You ain't really finding yourself why you there. You don't really know what you want to do. Exactly. And the thing about this, like if you're if you want to be a business owner, shouldn't you be learning from a business owner, not from a professor who's a teacher? Don't have a business. He's just teaching you like theoretical stuff. He's not actually showing you how he built Mm -hmm. business. Hands on training. That's what I call it. You need hands on training. Mm -hmm. And that was my when you said like people teach their kids that was my thing because that's what I felt like I was supposed to do my mama put a lot of pressure and and she had a lot of hopes in me to do something that nobody else ever done in our family but once I got there two years in I realized this not my dream this is what I'm doing because this is what I thought you know I'm supposed to do but I really don't want to do this you really don't want to do this yeah 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 you realize that <laughs> you realize that yeah exactly and, and the thing is, though, I will I will say, in fairness, in fairness, the entrepreneur route ain't for everybody. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's not. It ain't for everybody because you gotta have a certain mindset. You gotta be, you gotta be willing to fail, willing mm-hmm. to make sacrifices such as your time, your money. You gotta be willing to down there, mm-hmm. like almost borderline lose it all. Like you hoping mm-hmm. don't get to that, right? But you gotta be really in a real certain type of mental space to. Right explore that type of journey so it ain't for everybody so for y'all you know salute to all my uh nine to fivers the teachers you know the office workers we ain't knocking y'all we just saying like you know uh if you gotta if you in a position to where you know it's more in store for you right and you have a gift don't sell yourself short don't let the job dictate your future, you know what I'm saying? That's that was just with me. I, I knew yeah. it was something more in store for me, or something is more in store for me. So I knew that even though I'm giving y'all giving up, walking away from this little money on the table, I can triple that mm-hmm. if I just stay down and stay consistent to right. what I'm doing. Right. Man, I'm gonna tell you, when I left, when I left that banking job, I quit. Mm-hmm. I put in my two two weeks notice 
and them last two weeks was the hardest two weeks of my life. <laughs> I know it was. Cause you were like, man, this shit going by too slow. No, it was. I was. I had started second guessing myself. Like, wow, oh, okay. two weeks. I'm really not gonna come back here no more. So what I'm gonna do after them two weeks? I'm really not yes, gonna yes. have a steady income no more. What am I really? Am I really ready for this? You know, I kept yeah. talking myself in and talking myself out. But right. I, that's the fear of the unknown. Right, right. But I just I felt like the last day when I finally walked out and I knew I wasn't going back, I just all kinds of emotions rushed in on me all at one time. I was happy, I was sad, I was excited, I was scared, and I just broke down crying because I ain't know what I was feeling, but I knew I felt I felt such a sense of freedom like wow, now I got clearance to do any and everything that I always dreamed I could do. Right. Exactly. And it may not come overnight, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, your big mm-hmm. I compare it a lot, really. Um, Miss Warren, I compare it to the music industry in a lot of ways. So you know how mm-hmm. you have some artists, they want to pop overnight where they want to put out their hit and they just mm-hmm. want to be an overnight success. But yeah. I would rather play the long game and build my catalog and go through the struggles. You know what I mean? Right. So when I when I reached that plateau, I knew what it took to get there, and I won't take it for granted. You know, mm-hmm. and, and and I also gained like genuine skills along the way. You know, it right. ain't just it's with anything. Even if you is working in a nine to five job or or a full regular full time job, a lot of people may start off making. And I spoke on this in one of my episodes. You may be working like ten thousand dollars for example. And you may just mm-hmm. be complaining about it and saying, dang, man, you know, I ain't making no money. All right, bet. You ain't making no money. So what you going to do about it? You just going to keep complaining, bro? You got two yeah. options. Either find you another job or advance your skill set within the company. Say, hey, man, I want to learn something new. I want to learn how yep. to run a machine that make the boxes instead of, instead of mm-hmm. me just packing the boxes. I want to be the lead over the packing uh, department. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like move, like work on moving up within the company, and sooner or later right. you'll get to the point you're trying to get it. It's just a lot of people, man. Everything's so fast nowadays. The internet, uh, social media. You know, here today, going tomorrow. We get news, and that's old in two weeks. So everything just popcorn right now. People don't want to yeah. put in the work, and that's part of the problem. See what I'm saying? And when it comes to an entrepreneur, uh, a lot of us, even with me, I work with a company um called Motor Club America part time. And mm-hmm. you may have, you may see ads where people will say, "Hey, you want to make two thousand dollars in a week?" That's mm-hmm. some bull. That's some bull. Because <laughs> you can, you can do it, bro. But I, I don't lead with that type of pitch because it, it's way more to it than that. Because get what? Somebody gonna come if they don't make no two thousand after they did it for about three weeks. Get what they gonna say? It's a scam. It don't work. It's a scam. It don't work. Exactly. So you you gotta be willing to put the work in. Right. And I I like to tell people, like you said, if it ain't for everybody, but if you go into your job every day and you feeling like, you know, you feeling like, you know, there's more out there for you. You feeling like for one, I knew that I didn't I never really liked somebody telling me what to do, (laughs) when to do it, you know, and as a single mother. 
I remember Lee, I remember feeling so much guilt because there was a lot of things I missed in my kids' life. You know, I got to be at work. I can't go to the school, you know, yeah. um, school field trips with my kids. You know, I'm missing programs at school, you know, like they have muffins for moms and everybody else's mom there. Your, my son's mom got to work. You can't yeah. take off work. You know, so if if you if women, men and women, if you out there in those situations where you feel like you sacrificing family time, you sacrificing um, your goals and dreams, you know, you know, the life that you envision for yourself, you can never have it working on that job. Mm -hmm. You need to start looking into the things that start looking at the things that will make you jump out of the bed and want to do them, whether you get paid for it or not. And yeah. put your energy into those things and take the money that you make from your job and start investing in those things to where you get so good at that. People will start to pay you for that stuff. You know, yeah. everybody has something that they're gifted and talented at. If you focus on that and you get real good at it, you could turn that into an income stream. And anyone even feel like a job. It don't feel like a job. It don't feel like a job. Like what we're doing now, podcasting. I, you said you took it right out of my mouth. This, this, like this is just this fun to me because I love yeah. talking to people. I love um getting to know people's perspectives yeah. on different topics. Exactly. This is fun. And, but we working. <laughs> but you working because you're putting yourself out there, yeah. you know, and, 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 and we you gotta be the type it. of per- exactly. And you gotta be the type of person who is not so focused on immediate results. That's what's yeah. that's what deters a lot of people from trying to come over from employee to entrepreneur because when they don't see those immediate results, they give up and they go right back to the employee thing. Like for me, once I got a taste of the freedom, mm-hmm. every time I went back to a job, it felt it like prison. It wasn't the same, bro. It, it you felt old. like prison. And then the people on the job, I kind of felt like they looked at me different and they treated me different because I would, I spoke differently when I was on jobs. I was like, man, I could leave this job today or tomorrow. I mean, I'm just using them right. to fuel my business. <laughs> this ain't my own, you know, because, right. you know, you be on jobs and they be complaining about they cutting their pay or they cutting yep. their hours yeah, and they want you to join in on the conversation. I'll be like, man, I ain't worrying about that. I got other yeah, money yeah, coming they, in. They don't understand it. They don't get it, though. They looking at it like, either, either they're going to look at it like, okay, good for you, or they're going to look at it like, who you think you is? You know? And that, they, yep. they, they don't understand it, but yeah, I, man, that's I had went through the same thing. Went through the same mm-hmm. thing. They'll, they'll complain about their quarter raise or complain about the raise. And I'm looking at I'm looking at this like, bro, I'm just doing this to supplement my long-term goals. You know what I'm saying? Right. This ain't the end zone. For, I don't care about y'all for one day, you know, because None I'm not trying to be doing this. Own. Yeah, I ain't trying to do this 30 years from now. And then another thing that irritated me, you know, after I got a taste of working for myself is coming across the little, what they call like the team lead. A lot of mm-hmm. jobs have them. The little team lead who, you know, mm-hmm. started off, he, he ain't, <laughs> you know, he, for the first time in his life, he got some type of title, you know, <laughs> got some type of title. So he, he had the job walking around and he don't realize he the puppet for the people in executive. Yeah, friend. with a chest and, poked yeah, out. Yeah, with a chest poked out. Hey, Raphael, uh, put your safety glasses on. <laughs> hey, Raphael, hey, make sure you get back in time now, you know. You know, walking hey. around like they think you all that, bro. And, 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 I, and I ain't even hating, but you really feeling yourself, bro. You yeah. know, 
and, and it's like you kind of take that and, and abuse it because now uh-huh. you kind of lose a sense of respect for your employees mm-hmm. because you got your nose so far up in the air because you got this little lead position that you mm-hmm. just feel like, figure you are high and almighty when bro mm-hmm. you I'm making more money than you exactly and that's <laughs> the one thing I hated about jobs too is that um, jobs being on a job in the nine to five puts you more in a competitive stage than a collaborative stage when yep. you're an entrepreneur you like to collab with people so y'all can improve each other you make more money together than separately but on a job is me against you yeah we could be the best of friends but when it comes to this new promotion and we both want it yeah i don't want you to get it over me yeah and that's what i I only got 75 cents exactly and i was talking about that too i was like haven't nobody ever thought about why these jobs want you to, and they put it in the human resource policies that you're not allowed to discuss your pay with other employees. Why do you think that is? Because a person that's sitting right next to you doing the exact same job that you're doing is probably getting paid more than you, and they don't want you to know that. You're a female, you may be black, or you <laughs> may be a favorite. I'm just going to be <laughs> honest. I'm sorry for my... Uh, Audience, stuff that's know. real. Yeah, we telling it yeah. real. That and I saw it. Yeah, I yeah. saw all of that. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Don't discuss your pay. They tell you that, and I done seen that too. Person right next to me making doing the same thing, and he was sorry, mm-hmm. hey, making fifty cent <laughs> more than me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's what I hated about the job thing is that you can, you can't really. Be you can't really have a true, true friendship with somebody that you're in competition with when it comes yeah. to your money and you taking care of your family because you're gonna yeah. always want it for yourself more than you want it for them. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know, that's I mean, real. how can you be genuinely happy with somebody getting something that you wanted? Yeah, well, you know what? Um, well, Erica, I, I have to slightly disagree with you on that because, mm-hmm. uh, in my case. When I'm working with somebody and, you know, especially in our community, mm-hmm. and I see, like, they may be a decent person. They're trying to do better for themselves, man. I kind of try to help if I can. You know, even if we both apply for a position and I don't get it, mm-hmm. I, I, I am happy for them, you know, because at the end of the day, it ain't nothing personal. They're not necessarily rooting against me. They, they mm-hmm. we both chasing the same common goal. So right. it's like, especially when it comes to our community, I like to see our people advance. You see what I'm saying? Because it helps us better as a whole. Like, but on an individual standpoint, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you do be like, dang, bro, I wish I could. I need that. But right, but I'm I'm not saying that I would I would um because I I feel like what's for you is for you. Yeah. And 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 God really has the ultimate say at how that thing is going play out but yeah. I'm just saying the way that jobs have it set up is uh, that it's always going to be a competition yeah and I it's never it yeah it's never a collaboration and that's yeah. what that was the contrast for me with working on a job and then actually like building your own business is that you get to choose the people that you work with 
That's true. Um, when you work together, everybody gets better. Everybody makes money together. It's not no competition. You're not That's taking true. money out of my pocket. I ain't taking money yep. out of your pocket. I and, exactly um, and I used, I tried to like, you know, before I actually left the job, I tried to impart some of that too my friends and that was the hardest part for me leaving that job was that I had built so many long-term friendships with people that that's what kept me there the longest is that I like coming there to see them every day but I had yeah. to make a choice for that was going to be better for me right. um, and not just you know I can be friends with them if I'm not there right so, so you know, have, at the end of the day that friendship ain't paying your bills exactly Exactly. And they yeah. understood and um and actually now they, they see my you know my my um your, your my growth. progress and my growth and they're very proud of me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Uh because back to your um to your other point, you know what I'm saying? Um I was kinda like you know how you kinda how can I put this, man? You know how you may say you're working on something and you may be like, I want to start my own business. Or I want to start my old company doing this, A, B, or C. And then you mm -hmm. have people who, they ain't necessarily rooting against you, but they kind mm -hmm. of give you that, they give you that explanation or that response like, oh, okay, well, all right then. It's mm -hmm. kind of like, <laughs> I ain't necessarily trying to wish bad on you, but it's like, I see you doing your little podcast or you recording your little business. <laughs> <laughs> that little shit. It's like, oh. uh, yeah, that's that subconscious, like they down, they really downplaying it. Right, right. You still doing your little thing? You doing your little what? What's it called again? <laughs> so like they, but once they see you making progress, then it's like you have to make them respect you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to make them respect you, man. When they see you, when you take yourself serious, they gonna take you serious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And they and and a lot of people will tell you. I, man, look, when I first started in the um in the company I'm with now, I got my feelings so hurt because when you coming from the employee mindset into the entrepreneur mindset, you thinking all the same people who was happy for you when you had a job, they're going to be See, happy for you when you're trying to. Well, no. Man, it's like, well, maybe a couple of years when I see if you doing good, then I'll try. I'm like, whoa, man, I ain't gonna want you two years from now. I'm gonna be too right. far along. I ain't gonna be trying to pull you along. You ain't exactly. wanna get in it with me now. I mean, like, right. damn, you don't trust me. Right, right, right. Yeah, bro. I I got man, look, I'm gonna be so real with you, man. I'm gonna tell mm -hmm. you this. Even with, and you know, I know I know with, with this, what we doing now, they like mm -hmm. the platform they say is gravy, it's too gravy. Mm -hmm. So even with our artwork, it'll say like available on Spotify. It's just a good look. Yeah. So, now what I'm, now the point I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is just for me uh, uh, opening up an account with this company and, and merging with this company and them, you know, helping me get my artwork and my cover together, mm -hmm. just from the fact that it said available on Spotify and Google Play, I had uh, some friends come to me, hey, Raphael, they, they ain't talked to me in years now. They were acting dry. <laughs> I am so proud of you. I always knew you could do it. Fell out my goddamn face. That's that's what ahead. makes me mad. Is like, why you gotta wait till somebody else endorsed me before you endorse me when you knew me before them? That's what I'm saying. And it's a look. 
it's a it's the perception of thinking I'm there. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But really, right. we still got a long way to go. We oh, all making yeah. progress, but it's like okay, now that you own quote unquote, let me got on going to give you my my uh yeah. my praise and give you acknowledgement that yeah you know I I I remember when you was just you know eating yeah. Roman noodles and all that bullshit. You know. <laughs> 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 now you wanna I'm so proud of you. I always knew you can do it. Man, I ain't trying yeah. to get it, bro. Yeah. But I ain't gonna lie, I go along with it. I like, okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Man, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to meet Joe Bay. <laughs> it don't bother me like it used to. Like when I when I when it first started out, I used to take it so personal and I'd be like, I'll cut everybody out. Oh, you're not a real friend. You're not my real family member. I ain't talking to you no more. But see, I don't take it personal anymore no more because I understand. Yeah, you understand. To look back at it like I was in this, you know, I can't make them try to understand something that back a few years ago, I didn't even understand myself. Exactly. exactly. They're still where I was, so I can't be mad at them because they don't really understand what I'm doing. And then I had to tell myself, you know, when when God give you a vision, it's not everybody else's opportunity understand your vision because he didn't give it to them he gave it to you it's up to you to believe in it first and then show the world and then they'll believe in it exactly yeah yeah like like they ain't got to know every move you make they'll see the end mm-hmm. product though you know what i mean so right. like you said it ain't and, and it's not really all they fault because it's it's just the evolution of of us as a as people, you know, us as a culture, us as young adults, us as African Americans, you know, mm-hmm. you you our <clears throat> our grandparents, great grandparents, that's how they knew to go to work mm-hmm. and uh, come home, cook dinner and food be on the table when um uh, when granddad get home from the farm, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's 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 all they knew, you know, so you can't really blame them because you know when you get to a certain point you don't really, you're not so open-minded to new concepts and new ideas. So when right. you present it with something outside of norm, it's like, hold on, whoa, 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 I don't know what that is now. Like, right, um, right. I mean, uh, you know, this ain't, this ain't, this outside my realm, you know, so I'm right. just going to stay away from that. So, like right. I said, go back to people being in their comfort zone. But another thing I want to touch on, too, what we had spoke on is um, when you were saying you worked at a uh, regular nine-to-five, when we were talking about having visitors from people from the executive office, mm-hmm. you know what I, you know what kind of like working independently make me look at that as mm-hmm. now? I don't be intimidated by them. Now, I want to learn from them. I be more open to mm-hmm. have conversations with them. So how did you, mm-hmm. how did you get your business started? Uh, yep. What are your, what are some of your struggle stories? Like, I be trying to get game from them. Yeah. And, and they may look at me like I'm crazy, but I know, what I, I know my vision and you I know, know my purpose. Doing. Right. Yeah. Right. Just like they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Exactly. I you should be always the be surrounded room. by somebody who can who can filter some new information into you that you didn't have before. That's true. That's true. And I adopted that. That's my 2020 mentality, man. I want to surround myself with like-minded people or somebody who who who's more knowledgeable than me. Yeah. You know? But a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know what we do, we get we get intimidated. And and we feel like we're not worthy to be in the presence of certain, you know, people because they've reached certain levels in their life. But that's that's our own insecurities holding that's us back. Insecurity. Exactly. Because I carry myself this 
And I always say this. I don't care if, if you the trash man or you the CEO. I demand mm-hmm. that same respect because I'm going to give you that same respect. Exactly. I don't give a damn who you are, bro. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a, if you the CEO, I'm going to respect your hustle and, and, and you know, because you put in whatever work you had to do to get to that point. So I do want to learn your story. But at the right. same time, we still humans at the end of the day. And I always use Chick-fil-A as an example. That's why Chick-fil-A one of the most successful companies. They customer service. They treat everybody. You see the you can see the cashier or uh, waiting yeah. tables, and you can see the 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 you know the uh chief the executive, shift. the mm-hmm. chef, yeah, the shift leader or somebody from corporate come over right. and they still wait, they're blessing tables, you know. So I like to adopt that same type of mentality, you know what I mean? Yeah. No person is better awesome. than the other one. Yeah, so I I wrote down a couple of things that I said kind of contrast like between the employee mindset versus the entrepreneur mindset. Just something that came off the top of my head. One of them, I said for the for the entrepreneur, they like to eliminate distractions and and be yeah. focused on their goal. Employees mindset, they look they look for distractions. They look for yeah. things to yeah. distract them. <laughs> to take Girl, their you heard mind. about such and such. I think they, yes. I think they messing around. I think such yeah. and such messing with such and such. You seen yeah. Love Hip Hop last night? Oh man, let me tell you something. That's how I, that was my life because I used to, I used to schedule my life around these TV shows that I had to watch every week. It was Love and Hip Hop, The Housewives, all the other the shows that was coming out. And that's all our conversation was at work because that's all we had as, you know, entertainment because right. our lives weren't entertaining. Right. You know, we had settled for where we were in life and we would, we figured this is all it is. We ain't, ain't nothing else going to happen. So we may as well entertain ourselves through other right. people's lives. They, they life is your entertainment and they get, you get paid. You, you, you watching them get paid. Exactly. So that yeah. was a big uh, contrast for me when I figured out that's a big difference between the entrepreneur mindset yeah. and the employee mindset. Another one is... Um, Let me share mine right quick before you go okay. to the next one. I'm going to share mine. Mine was um, when I used to be at work, because I'm big in the hip-hop community and I like you know rap music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We used to literally get in arguments about who made the most money. Nah, P ain't got more money than Birdman. <laughs> Birdman ain't got more money than P. Yeah. Now, when I look back at those conversations, I'm like, <laughs> how stupid do I look, bro? That I they they exactly. these one of them thinking about me. I'm not getting paid for wasting my energy. We about to fight over who got the most money. Why can't I make my own money? <laughs> exactly. I need to be trying to get around them to see how they made that money so how I can make it. Right, right. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that in there. Then the other one was uh, entrepreneurs, they look for opportunities. Employees look for positions. Oh, we that's big. Yeah, that's real. They look yeah, for I opportunities. Mean, Employees look for positions. <laughs> yes, because you could. I I noticed that, like in my business, I would tell somebody I got an opportunity for them to make a certain. You know, you can make. You know this maybe a limited amount of money, and you set your own schedule. Well, is it is it is it uh is it hourly? How much I'm gonna make an hour? I'm like, no, it's not a position, it's not a job. It's not it's, a job. It's an opportunity. They don't get it's it. Unlimited. They don't get you, it. When they right. ask that, they don't get it. They fired on my book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I even had one girl tell me, uh-uh, uh-uh, that ain't no for show money. I like to know I'm getting my check <laughs> every two weeks. Say it. Uh, they just don't know. Bless their show. Right. You for sure know what my how much money you gonna make, how much money that you're not going to make. Exactly. Yeah, they don't realize how they don't realize how that sound though. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when you say you got opportunity for them, they looking at it like they doing you a favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or know? they start to think you you trying to make money off of me. Well, that what your boss doing, baby. That's what your right. boss doing every time you hit that clock. Yeah. Your but job is a matrix. Is, your boss is never going to give you a raise, whereas in this opportunity, you can give yourself a raise whenever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I learned that the hard way, too. You know, people, I learned that when people feel like um, when, when you present somebody with an opportunity, if they feel like you need them, or mm-hmm. you you doing it, they they if they feel like, like I said, if they feel like you need them, they more likely to kind of like turn you down and tell mm-hmm. you the you know, or or uh, kind of deflect. But mm-hmm. if you present them an opportunity, you show and you it's like a psychology, and you say, mm-hmm. hey, well, this might not be the best opportunity for you. You may not benefit from this. It's like a reverse psychology, and you show them right. that you don't need them. They more likely to gravitate to the opportunity. Right. I know I already know exactly if they're the type of person that I want to work with by the type of questions they ask, because some people get scared of um, by questions. If somebody asks no questions, you don't want them in your business because they need to be asking questions, but they need to be asking the right questions now then that's going to determine if you want to move forward with them. Now, if they asking you, you know, do I have to go or do I not? Don't (laughs) don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because you're not doing this for me. Right. And you you ain't got that drive because you already already trying to limit your schedule already. Exactly. Exactly. But when they start asking questions like, I mean, so you telling me I can make as much as money as I want to make? Ain't nobody going to try to stop me? You're like, yeah, see, you, I, I want to work yeah. with you. <laughs> right, right. Because you got that no limited mentality. Exactly. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you're right. You're right. What's the other one you had said? The, uh, you said you had three um, of them. I had one that says, um, <laughs> I, uh, employee, employee mindset, I mean, um, entrepreneur mindset people, they they get excited about ideas, you know, yep. hey, you right. Um, <laughs> spitting out new ideas, figuring out different ways to improve, um, you know, reach more people, yeah. um, present more opportunities. Whereas an employee mindset person, they're more focused on trading their time for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're just trying yeah. to see how much money I can I can get in this one hour period of time. Yeah, Man. but if you got a if you got a million dollar idea, yeah, that's gonna surpass any time limits that you can put on yourself. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and, and to and to to kind of piggyback off of what you said, um, one thing about the entrepreneur man, 
it's very important when you got that support system because ain't nothing worse. You know, when we come up with ideas or concepts, it's like, bingo, this will be the best thing. Oh, we finna take over the world. Mm-hmm. And you tell somebody else. Ooh. And especially if somebody that's uh, 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 very important to you, you know, that you kind of value in your Ooh. life and you get on that idea and depending on how they react, that can be, that, that energy can carry off on you. Because you yeah. like, hey, man, I'm thinking about marketing like this or promoting this or taking this angle. And they be like, Oh, okay. It's like God. Well, you go back to your little, your little, your little, your little dog house, and you know, man. it, it kind of like discourage you. But if you go to somebody, you get on that same idea, and they're like, "Oh man!" And also, you should do this. And what about doing that? Like, yeah, that sounds good, man. You feel it's it's, it's give you a whole nother motivation, man. Man, I I had I had a quote. I think I posted it on my page one day, but it went something like, "The quickest way." to kill uh, a big idea is to tell it to a small-minded person. Woo! Oh, hell yeah, boy. Cause, Damn, boy. Oh, I'm a, hey, can, I, can I steal that? Yeah! Because oh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll try to they'll try to They'll try to shoot holes in your plan and every they're gonna come up with a problem for every solution. Yeah, yeah you might could do that, but you don't but you think but, about this though. This might happen. That yeah, might happen. Yeah, what right. if it don't go like this? Yeah. Uh, it don't <laughs> matter if that plan don't work, I come up with another one. Right. Just like ever, I think who said I didn't find a thousand day ways that was wrong. I just found a thousand ways it didn't work. Right. Right, you know right. So, After that, ten thousand ways they didn't, it didn't work. They finally found the one that did, and that, that, did, that one that, time made <laughs> a billionaire. That's all it took. Think that's they all cared it took. about them ten thousand times. They not even thinking about that no more. They ain't thinking about it ten thousand times. No man, and, and kind of like the other thing you say about the employee about wondering how much hours they focus on their hours. Mm-hmm. Like at, at the job I was talking about, they'll tell me like, "Hey, man." Uh, Man, I got to work 70 hours this week, or I ain't going to have no days off this week. And I, I asked them, I'd be like, bro, you ain't tired, bro? Like, you, hmm. you ain't going to be able to do nothing. It's cool, though, you know. That check mm-hmm. going to be right, though. Okay, they don't realize but, what they're saying. Exactly. So you, but what you going, how you enjoying the check? You can't. You can't, you can't enjoy the check. You can't enjoy it, you know. And then it's, it's another lady I used to work with. She said the same thing. I was like, dang, bro, you doing all that overtime? She's like, yeah, that's just what it is. That's what you got to do. No, that's what you choose to do. That ain't hmm. what you got to do. They thought I was crazy, Eric. I'm telling you. I'm fucking hmm? out crazy because I walked out on the air, bro. And, I, and, and, <laughs> and, and because I, with the whole overtime thing, bro, and people that listen to the show, they can vouch mm-hmm. for it, man. Like, when they tell me to stay and be like, hey, bro, you got to stay. Nah, bro, I don't got to stay. Because I'm, I'm I'm so, like you said, I'm so messed up from working independently. Who mm-hmm. are you to tell me mm-hmm. five minutes before I get off? I'm, I want to go home and eat my cinnamon toast crunch. God, I'm like, watch it, bro. Who are you to tell me? Like, you know how you got your mindset on doing something, bro? Like, yeah, but you already got a picture in your head. How you going to fix your cereal? You know, how you, well, you put it in your favorite spot? I'm thinking about all that. And you going to tell me I got to go? I gotta come back, man. No, uh, man. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing no. it. No. So, like you said, like this is is they own you. They literally, they don't just they literally. own you. Literally. Yeah. When you say stuff like, "Yeah, that chick gonna be right though," or you know, "This just how it is. This is what it got to do," and that's why certain companies pay you that type of money because if you don't have a certain education or a certain skill set, they know you can't get that nowhere else. So they right. feel like you ain't going nowhere. 
They got you by the ball. Exactly. And they if and when they saying that, they don't even realize that sound just like slave. slavery. Slavery. That's that's yeah. a form of slavery. If you it's telling yourself you have no other choice, yeah, that's yeah. slavery. They don't matter, man. When, when people like me and you speak of these situations in a job setting, we look like Kanye West because it's like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But like you got it, you get it though. Right. Who are you to come in here and tell me that what my grandmother and her grandmother and her <laughs> grandmother told yeah. us is wrong and what yeah. you're saying is right. But then you have to hit them with. So can you tell me did your grandmother, their grandmother and their grandmother ever leave you an inheritance of anything? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, down any kind of wealth to you. But you know what? Now, Eric, I done got to the point where now. I don't even waste my like if it ain't somebody that's like minded and don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. even waste my energy on it no more. I let them have it. Me when, they, when they complain about their hours and their little money, either I won't respond or I'll be like, "Dang, yeah, I feel you." And mm-hmm. but, uh, you gonna finish packing that, bro? Come on, cause we, you know, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about that. Let me just do my no. job and go, cause I, the bigger picture, you not gonna get it. You know what I mean? Right. And, but if it's somebody that come up, that get the bigger picture, and I can, we can kind of politic together. That's one right. thing, but. I don't even waste my energy saying, you know, putting people aside and say, hey, young brother, young sister, you know your worth is more than that, right? Because right. it go over the head sometimes. And the thing is, is that it took generations and generations and generations to program this way. So it's not going to just end with our generations. It's going to take a few more generations for it yeah. to catch on and for them to see. Because the way it's going right now, if you don't have some kind of side hustle, some kind of you living off of only one income stream right now, you live in a dangerous life because the workforce right now is getting to where they're pushing all employees to you need to have own you need to have your own retirement plan set up. You need to have yeah. your own health insurance set up. Where where we're tr- there there are a lot of companies they're trying to do away with all of those health benefits and all that yep. extra stuff. They just yep. want to pay your paycheck, and you need to do the rest with whatever we give you to pay. You know what we pay you with. You need to mm-hmm. figure out how you're gonna set yourself up for retirement. Um, and then they don't yeah. understand, they don't see the trend and how a lot of these companies are going to a bunch of automation to where Bingo. they don't have to actually pay people. They can just pay a robot. They can buy a robot one-time investment and use yep. it for the rest of their life with that one-time investment. They don't have yep. to worry about paying sick time. They don't have to worry yep. about paying maternity leave. You know, most m- machines don't need days off. So it's coming. Think about it when you coming. go to Taco Bell. Or, or or McDonald's, you got the self pay now. You you ordering everything off the off the off the kiosk and everything, mm-hmm. and then you just you you know you don't even really have to go to the cashier no more. We and now Uber and and Lyft, the, the ride share companies, mm-hmm. they working towards right. self driving cars. They merging with they you know taking a route Tesla did. So the us Lyft drivers, we gonna be extinct after a while. Like you got to yeah. think ahead, like you said. And if you ain't got, I say two, three, four streams of income, man, you may need to reevaluate your situation. Shout out mm-hmm. to my partner, Reggie Lowe. We had a conversation about that, too, about multiple strengths of income. So I'm right. definitely on board with what that, what you're talking about. Yes, indeed. Well, man, we we almost at the hour mark, but it don't even feel like it. This was awesome. 
It was, man. It was, man. It, I enjoyed having the I enjoy having these type of conversation with somebody like you know, like you said, a like light minded individual. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I I really did enjoy, it and I appreciate you having me on the show, man. And I got to bring you on to the Can You Blame Me podcast next time around, man. Well, definitely, we gonna and we gonna re up on mine again, um, pretty oh, soon. Yeah. So dope discussions, uh, listeners out there. I hope y'all enjoyed our conversation. I hope you got a lot of uh, value and um, good tips out of it. And I want y'all to share, share, share. And I want y'all to go hit up Raphael on his podcast. Um, give him the name of it again. Yeah, so um, Can You Blame Me podcast. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at Can You Blame underscore me. Or you can type in Can You Blame Me podcast on Twitter. Type in Can You Blame Me Podcast, or you can type in my name, Raphael Tummy. On Facebook, type in Can You Blame Me Podcast. And basically, uh, I didn't really give a summary of what it's about. Basically, it's about the whole concept is I'm just, like I said, I don't have any type of journalism background or podcasting background or radio personality. I'm none of that. I'm just stepping into a market. I'm trying something new. I'm trying to pursue, pursue my passion. And I just mm-hmm. hope y'all can't blame me for trying something and hopefully can succeed. You know, that's the whole concept of Can You Blame Me podcast. And what I do, you know, I take everyday people, such as mm-hmm. my friends, my family, my associates, people in my circle, and I just network them, meaning my cousin may be my DJ. My friend mm-hmm. may have my, my, have my uh, I may play his music on the episode. Like, everything is based off my circle. Like, we all, everybody eat together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's like me building... Uh, uh, me building a uh, enterprise within my own individual right. community, and right? We expand from that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all tune in on Spotify, Google, um, podcast, Apple Podcasts. Can you blame me, Raphael? Tommy, man, we in this thing, man. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And, um, like I said, we're gonna definitely get together again and, and do it again. And um, thank y'all listening audience. And until next time, we out. We out, man. Boom. Can you blame me? Gone. This episode was recorded shortly, shortly before we heard the news of the passing of Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna. And I just wanted to add... um, I just wanted to say, you know, prayers for his family, his wife and his other kids and, you know, his 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 all his immediate family. Um, That's such tragic, tragic news. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And it's so, so sad. It just reminds you how life is here today and gone tomorrow. So I just wanted to add, you know, that small um you know, condolence to Kobe Bryant's family and just say, you know, how, 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 how sad it is and how, you know, me as a mother, I could not imagine losing, you know, my child to tragedy in um, in that way. So I just wanted to say, you know, rest in peace to Kobe and his daughter and um, prayers and condolences to his family, you know, and y'all just pray for them. Um, and, and that's, that's all I wanted to add.